I'm Isael. I'm Jonah. And I'm Jordan. And this is Ramble On. On this episode, we have necromancy expert Jordan Block to talk about wizards and vomit. Jonah, we have another guest. Who's our guest we have today? another guest this episode. We have local, local necromancer or necromancy expert Jordan Block. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you. Jordan, would you like to say a couple of words about necromancy? Necromancy is it's similar to wizardry. They are often synonymous. There are differences which I don't have the time nor energy to explain at the moment. But yes, it falls under that realm. Awesome, awesome. Well, since you are uh, the local necromancer expert, you're probably aware of, of something that happened in the, the last couple of weeks. The city of Christchurch, New Zealand recently fired its uh, local wizard that they had on payroll. Yes, I've heard of this. I'm aware. Yeah, so this man, his name is Ian Brackenbury Chanel. Holy crap, he was born in 1932. This man's old. This man is ancient. I did not know he was that old. But yes, he's been on retainer. For a couple of years now, it is estimated, this is according to the Huffington Post, that over the past few decades, he has made a total of 368000 New Zealand dollars, which is quarter million in US dollars. And the city description is that he provides acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services as a part of promotional work for the city of Christchurch. So he's a mascot. Promotional work, that means mascot, right? As part of, yeah, maybe. Part part of his duties, I'm seeing on another source, he served for acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services. That is literally what I just said. No, you said something else, didn't you? <laughs> Did I, I wasn't listening. I'm not staying in. <laughs> Oh, oh well. They recently made the, quote, difficult decision to fire the local mage because the promotional landscape of the city is changing and it would like to fund offerings that will increasingly increasingly reflect our diverse communities. But the point is that they had on retainer a necromancer. It makes me very happy to know that another nation's government was paying for something absolutely absurd. And it's not the U.S. this time that someone else's country's taxpayer dollars were being paid to a wizard salary. This man has been serving the city for more than 20 years and he would receive a paycheck of 1100,000 not I'm saying $11,000 a year so like per year and he he considers himself Christchurch's necromancer since 1998 for those in the audience that don't know obviously Jordan knows about this a necromancer deals with the dead he you know there's like a pyromancer he controls fire a necromancer has to do with uh, the dead. Usually it involves reviving the dead, zombies. I know that from my brief time in high school playing Skyrim, there um, you, go. you could increase your necromancy by using the revive spell. So that is about my extent with that. I, I just, I would like to know what this guy did. What did his like 40 hour work week look like? Do you think he had a 40 hour work week? I don't know what the work week demands of a wizard are. Jaren, what does a normal work week look like for a necromancer? Uh, it varies dramatically. For a church in New Zealand, I have no freaking idea. This is the city of Christchurch, not necessarily a church in New Zealand. Apparently, it's part of the city's tourism budget. So it is like they, they knew what they were doing. This isn't some like scam. My question is how many people are coming to this church and just being like, 
we're off to see the wizard and then go to Christchurch in New Zealand. Like, there can't be a ton, right? Jern, I don't think you understand. There, There is no church. Uh, the city is called Christchurch. Oh, that's a, that's much... Yeah, that's a better <laughs> clarification. See, yeah, that's, I don't that's think pretty, there is any church involved in this. That's a misleading name, then, of a, of a town. Okay. Oh, my God. Look at what this man said. He will still continue his work, even if he's being paid or not. He said, quote, it makes no difference. I will still keep going. They will have to kill me to stop me. He must be doing something right because in 1988, he was summoned to Waymate, maybe? I don't know how to pronounce that for sure. New Zealand's South Island to perform a rain dance to combat a drought. It poured for a half an hour after he finished it. (laughs) You're kidding. This is the New York Times reporting on it, so I'm very confident in this source. He was later summoned to Australia to help with the drought in the outback, skipping a circle while drumming and being splashed with buckets of water. It is noted that the drought soon ended after that. You're kidding. I am not. This article from the Times is just fascinating. In 1986, he insisted he didn't need to fill out the national census form because he was registered... He was a registered piece of art and not a human being. The government ended up winning that battle, by the way. <laughs> but, but he was registered, though. Or was he not? In 1982, the New Zealand Art Gallery Directors Association had indeed recognized him as a living work of art. <laughs> How do I get that gig, dude? Yeah, I'm not sure. Jordan, you registered as a living piece of art. I'm not, but I have, a, I have a question concerning that. So if you are a registered piece of art, could you be sold on auction? Slash, if you got kidnapped... Is there automatically like a value associated with you to where you could be sold on the black market? Is it theft or kidnapping? I was going to just ask that. And then, so how does insurance play into this? Is this property insurance or is it life insurance? Yeah, do you get, (laughs) do I get property insurance for myself? Oh my God. Okay, listen to this. With the help of the mayor, the city of Christchurch hosted a wizard's conclave in 1995 when visiting colleagues gathered to help build a wizard's nest on top of the university library tower to witness the New Zealand wizard hatching from a giant egg in the city art gallery, skydiving whilst chanting a spell for a major rugby match and performing various rituals around the city. Is that like New Zealand's version of the ball dropping on New Year's Eve? It should be. If it's not, it should be. I like that he claims to be a necromancer, but they never talk about anything necromantic that he's done. Perhaps that's because of the deep complexity within necromancy, and the people at the New York Times just can't comprehend that necromancy expert jordan block everybody he has a car that he constructed from two halves of vw beetles two halves of two different cars that he's fused together and he calls it the wizard mobile naturally what else would you call it (laughs) he's been awarded the queen's service medal I was waiting for you to find that out because I wanted you to see how big of a joke the royal family was oh my god dude don't even get me started on the royal family. This makes no sense. What Hogwarts house do you think he graduated from? Oh, 100% Hufflepuff. Do you know your house? I don't. I know my type of bread. Thanks, BuzzFeed. I hate you. <laughs> I'm sure I could take a BuzzFeed quiz and find out my house. You know the... Jonah, are you going to sneeze or not? I don't know. I've been sneezing like a majority of this episode, apparently. And there's another one coming. I just can't get it out. You know, you know, have you ever seen those like little magic kits when you were a kid? One of them is like you would pull flowers. If I could just make tulips show up out of nowhere, I feel like that would get a lot of some like Orange City people on board. Oh, absolutely. I may or may not have in elementary school done a magic show for a talent show. What? 
I don't remember any tricks that I did. I'm going to be honest. I actually I take that back. I remember one and it was a way that you folded a like towel that had a bar in it. So like you would like lay it flat and it would be flat and then you would fold it and there would be a bar that would like raise on its own and it'd be like a ghost appeared under it. That's the only trick I remember doing. What it was, grade was this? Oh gosh, like first, maybe second. Oh, so this wasn't like motivated by getting girls. Oh god, no. No. So did you ever do something for the ladies? Oh gosh, no. Something public like that no i think i would have been publicly shamed yeah i can't think of anything that i did to like try to impress a girl any at least something like public like that but honestly when i look back in my 21 years of life i don't know if, if i can pick out like a super embarrassing moment where like i embarrass myself in a large group i feel like most of the, the embarrassing things that i could come up with aren't really embarrassing in retrospect i was just embarrassed at the time right and like you don't really remember a big big thing probably no i remember other embarrassing things happened to like other people like, I remember one time it was, like, fourth or third grade, and we got our science test, and the kid next to me just puked all over his test. <laughs> what happened in <laughs> elementary school where kids would just randomly leave the class puking? Oh, they would leave your class before puking. Well, they would attempt to. I had one kid in second grade puked out the window from, like, a second story, and most of it did not fall out the window. It still just, like, it just fell down the wall. But seriously, what caused us at that age to just randomly... Yeah, I don't know, dude. I miss that. I miss just the constant like someone might puke today. I don't miss it. I do. I think it would add a lot of spice to my college classes. You know, if they're just like someone might puke today. Who knows? It's probably because they're feeding us like crappy hamburgers and a carton of milk at like ten fifteen in the morning. God no. It's also like kids just puke. They just can't handle anything. See, I, I feel as though I, like that was a thing in elementary school, but as I moved to like high school, it became like passing out. People would just pass out. I, I distinctly remember in one of my high school classes it was hollywood versus history phenomenal class by the way and this actually involves puking as well now that i think more about it but so so this girl like i i felt so bad for her but she she like stood up in the back of the class she was not feeling good and she was going to go to the nurse so she stood up and just passed out in the back of the class and everybody's like what just happened and then she wakes up from being passed out and proceeds to vomit all over the floor what yeah it was it was not good and then yeah i think the nurse went and got her a wheelchair and they wheeled her out to the nurse's office she was fine what do you mean she was fine she ended up being fine you're kidding wow um so i borrow a mic from a friend in the dorm to record this podcast there is a puff cover on the mic when you have like hard enunciated letters like p to help like soften the harshness of the sound i lost that i couldn't find where it was i checked his room i checked the room we record in so we put a sock over the mic to work as a pseudo puff cover well turns out in the studio the puff cover just fell off the couch and was right next to us the entire time and misael just found it yeah shout out to me just finding this in the studio i did in high school i will say i did in high school i was the kid that randomly threw up i remember it very vividly isn't your thing that you still randomly throw up oh that's true i haven't done that in a while i think it's in my actually i did that in july i do have a thing where i just randomly throw up in the like it only happens at night and it comes about every three months so i'm almost due i should be due i was gonna say is it coming or i should be due yeah that is insane it's a self-fulfilling prophecy uh, no yes 
You expect to throw up, and therefore you throw up. So, like, if you hear just a random in the middle of this podcast, it's just Jonah's due for his tri-monthly vomit. That would be so funny if you, like, actually had to throw up during this podcast. If you did, I hope you would do it. What is that? July 27th. Are you tracking your pukes? No, I'm not tracking. That's the first one that's in my calendar. And I was just like, hmm, I haven't done that in a while. And I was just like, I'm not sick. I made sure I wasn't sick before going into work the next morning. And so I was just like, yeah, I definitely just like randomly threw up. I wonder why I randomly threw up. And so I put it in my calendar to see when I throw up again. So yes, I am kind of tracking it. You're like legit insane. Just just don't puke. But like you just can't like not. I don't know. It sounds like you feel bad one night and then you're like, oh, I puke. So then you puke. No. Okay. Like I always, <laughs> I always know it's coming. And it always happens after I brush my teeth and when I go to bed. And here's the thing. It's my dad has it a little bit as well. Like my dad has done it before. I've like, we will just randomly throw up and we're fine we're not sick like i don't have a fever i have no other ailments but i just throw up do you guys have any bad uh barfing stories i have a pretty good one i do have an embarrassing one it was my senior year of high school it was our homecoming football game i played an entire half of football we go into the locker room and i am just like oh it's happening and so i go into the shower and i'm in full football gear take off my helmet and just start throwing up in the shower and so i was throwing up in the shower we were losing losing at this point in the game coach is like yelling while i'm just throwing up behind him because he's like standing in the door of the shower talking to the team and he just stops in the middle of it and goes are you okay while i'm just yakking were you i attempted to play the second half i played for a little bit i was a safety and so i was trying to call our defense and it wasn't working because i was dry heaving and so one of my corners drugged me off the field and gave me to the athletic trainer who took my helmet i think that's my most embarrassing peak story do you know the cause of this random vomiting during this football game uh i was actually sick i have another puke story it's not really embarrassing but it's just really unfortunate so we were on our way to our grandparents for thanksgiving we had stopped at burger king for dinner which it was a terrible burger king experience by the way like it would like the food took 25 minutes to get to us and it was cold it was just just awful Ew. so as we're driving we're probably an hour and a half away from our grandparents house so like a decent drive and i'm not feeling good and i just yak i'm in the very back corner of our vehicle and it like gets stuck behind the seat it was disgusting so we pull off at a, at a gas station and you know we get it all cleaned up and my parents buy these like cherry vanilla air fresheners that they put in the vents and like for like a month and a half it just reeked in that vehicle of vomit and cherry vanilla air freshener oh. so for the next several years i could not smell cherry vanilla air fresheners without just like getting this like Ugh, like feeling within me because it i just associated that with vomit how about now now i think i'm fine i think I, yeah, so if i somehow acquired these cherry vanilla air fresheners and put them all over your room yeah i think i would be all right <laughs> I, i've grown out of it it's been far enough removed but for a while it was it was bad i have a pretty good vomiting story this must have been fifth or sixth grade i ate a hot dog during recess it was not a good hot dog uh, in retrospect, it was fine taste wise, but it just did not sit well. Um, so I, I was like, I, I was like, hey, teacher, I, I just don't feel okay. And she's like, oh, oh, go to the school nurse, which happened to be the school receptionist, by the way. Was she actually a nurse? She was not a nurse. Oh, okay. So because she was not a nurse, she could not give us like medicine. What she would do is she would just give people tea. 
So I, I was like, I am in pain, teacher. I think I like everything hurts. And she's like, oh, go to the... So I go. So she gives me chamomile tea, which is, I don't know. It's it's like, it's not the greatest tea. It doesn't taste, I don't know. It doesn't taste good. Isn't it also supposed to be like a sleeping tea? Like, don't people take that to sleep? Yeah, it like, it slows down your heart rate, but it is good for your stomach. I had some chamomile tea over fall break when I was in Arizona, and I found it quite delightful. Really? You like the taste? I thought it was pretty good. Oh. It was like Tazo. You said you you were eating this hot dog during recess? Yes. Was this like some like the, the kid who has the jacket and he opens it up? He's like, hey, you want to buy a hot dog? No, I or got it this from like... like the school, like our cantina or whatever. Oh, You had a cantina? Yeah, you could buy stuff. Really? Yeah. And they just had hot dogs? Yeah. They had like that hot, one of those hot dog machines that rolls the hot dogs. That's kind of surprising. Yeah. Okay. And it, like all the all the fifth graders were losing it for this hot dog, obviously because you're like ten. Yeah. Um. So I eat hot dog. I don't feel well. I go to the receptionist. She gives me chamomile tea and she tells me to just sit there and drink it. Obviously, I found it disgusting. Uh, so disgusting in fact that it like immediately made me want to puke. But I was in like the 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 reception lobby. So obviously, I'm like I can't puke. And then I go oh, and then I just just swallow my, all of my puke right and i'm just like oh i'm just like shaking you know like tearing up with my chamomile tea in this like in my school lobby and then it just comes back up again and i do the classic two hands over your mouth but it like it like shoots out through my fingers i was scarred dude <laughs> Gross. I also threw up in our school's like office reception area. Yes. Um, this is the one time in high school that I threw up during the school day. I had gotten really dizzy in the middle of class and like went pale. I think there's something wrong with it. The math was too hard. <laughs> uh, it was science. We were in the, it was chemistry. Maybe it was because it was chemistry. Wait, how old were you? Senior? No, oh. I took chemistry in, as a junior. So junior. Okay, so you're not a kid. No, definitely not a kid. You said high school? Yeah. Okay. I got really dizzy, got super pale. And so my teacher was like, uh, we need to go to the office. Like, you need to go lay down. I'm like, okay, I go lay down. I'm just like in this little, it was technically the nurse's station. Yeah. She wasn't ever at the high school. She was always at the elementary school because, you know, little kids randomly throwing up. Yes. And so the receptionist is like, okay, you can lay down for however long you need. I'm like, okay, like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it'll pass. And I'm laying there five, five, 10 minutes later. It's not passing. It's just not, not going and haven't thrown up yet. But of course my football my poor football coach saw me throw up way too much <laughs> my football coach walks in and this is again on a friday and so i just yak into the trash can as he is in there just yakking and he goes uh how are you feeling as i'm yakking and my only response to him was i don't think i'm playing tonight <laughs> <laughs> that's so good and then proceeded to throw up into the garbage can more <laughs> Coach That's Berger, so if you're out there and listening to this, I'm so sorry for the amount of times that you saw me puke. I did just think of another puke story. This yes. is not myself. I was at my brother's like fifth grade, you know, like present like musical sort of thing, but it wasn't a musical. Like they would step up to the microphone to speak and then they'd go sing a song and then, you know, the whole deal. So some kid is up at the microphone speaking, saying their lines, and the rest of the students are sitting on bleachers in the background, like risers. And suddenly this kid in the front row, thank goodness he was in the front row, projectile vomits like 10 feet out onto stage and everybody's just like, what the heck just happened? But like, imagine if that kid was in the like the fourth row and all of the like 
five kids in front of him just got showered with vomit. I will say, I one time in school, it must have been like second or third grade, we were in chapel and this kid threw up. He had like yogurt with um, strawberries and they were like whole strawberries in his throw up. And I, like, I have a very vivid image of just looking at bright pink vomit with like little strawberry chunks and all the kids screaming and running away. It was great. We didn't have chapel that day. We have spent an episode talking about wizardry and vomit. I it's don't amazing. regret anything. No. Jordan, did you ever do anything to impress the ladies? That was like embarrassing. Um, I don't think so. I probably did something stupid at like a school dance. Yeah. I'm curious what trends got banned at your guys' school. Bottle flipping got banned at ours. You could not have just like the plastic water bottles anymore because the teachers got so sick of people bottle flipping. Oh, they didn't ban. They they banned Charlie Charlie, Harlem Shake. I think those are the two I can clearly remember. There was like that thing you could do with your hands, like hand clapping, single hand clapping. Or like you oh, let the... your, yeah, you let your fingers go, go loose. Yeah. And then you just slap it against your palm. That got banned. For a while, they wouldn't let us use the restroom if it was like, like during class. Why? Because there were some kids that were like peeing on the wall. Okay. Well. So then they just decided, yeah, you can't go to the bathroom during class, which for me, like somebody with a small bladder was rough. So I was sitting in class. I couldn't pay attention to a dang thing because I had to pee so bad and I had 25 minutes to wait until the bell. You just triggered another memory about sitting there in class. My friends and I, (laughs) we would play this game where we would all get a wallop of Icy Hot in our fingers and we would all put it in our nuts and we would sit there in class in pain and the first one to break got like they lost the game but we would just sit there in pain in class trying to like pretend that we were not just dying on the inside the fact that for essentially 13 years of our lives from ages 5 to 18 school years that you had to ask to use the bathroom and we're sometimes told no you can't is just absurd it's just ridiculous that teachers denied you by saying no you can't go to the bathroom you can't do a normal human bodily function yeah or they would give you you this like plastic thing that said pass that all the kids touched before and after they went to the bathroom and it's like i don't really trust eight-year-olds to like properly wash their hands or every time you ask can i use the bathroom and it would be i don't know can you i always responded yes and walked out there's been many times where a teacher came into the bathroom to get me there because i would just i was just hanging out with my friends in the bathroom i did get kind of smart in high school and i did this to escape my English class quite frequently. I would ask to go to the bathroom and then I would just disappear to another part of the school. Typically it was the art room to talk to the art teacher. Sometimes I went down to the athletic director's office. Um, I would miss like 20 minutes of class because at that point in your life, no teacher's really going to ask you what took you so long. And if you do, you can just be like, you know what? It was a traumatic experience in there. Or you're just like, stuff's not coming out today. And then they're never going to ask again. So I missed a lot of English by being in the bathroom. I had friends that tried that and they were... The teachers call their bluff. Interesting. Yeah, private school, dude. They can do whatever they want. That's true. Mine was public. Good podcast. Jordan, do the intro. I'm Jordan. Wait, wait. What are, what are, <laughs> wait, what's the... What are we, we going to... Like, what's the intro? Just, like, say something? Make something up? Or is it, like...